Hey, all you smutty listeners out there. Hey, I'm Kate. And I'm Carol Ann. We are a couple of book lovers who talk all things books. This is episode one, and we couldn't be more excited to start this journey with any listeners out there. If you are listening, then we know that you're a smut lover. But how do you enjoy reading your smut? Are you a secret smut lover? Do you hide away and dread being asked, what are you reading? Do you have pride in the dirty books and want others to know you have no shame in the dark fantasies or reading in groups? Maybe you listen to smut through audiobooks because you want to hear the words being said to you. Whatever it is, we want to dive into different smut lovers out there and share our thoughts on how people read smut versus how we read it. I think a big question is, are you essentially enjoying porn? <laughs> are you? I don't know. Kind I of. Are. I Kind of. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like an erotic book, so yeah. So if it is porn and you're listening to an audiobook or reading it in public, are you are you ashamed? Or are you proud? Is the question. I really don't care. I'm not somebody that really gives a damn on whether or not I'm being watched while I read it. I'm going to react however I react. If I think something is really spicy and enjoyable, I will be really giddy and I'll bite my nails and I'll kick my little tootsies up in the air and probably giggle a little bit. But I mean, suit yourself. Mm. You know, if you want to watch, then you want to watch. That's fine. I see. Here's here's where we differ. Because although I enjoy reading it, I feel when I have a book and I'm enjoying it and I've gotten to the part where they get a little steamy, I get a little sweaty and I feel like my, I kind of get worried, like, oh my God, do they all of a sudden, can they hear what I'm thinking in my mind? Like, can they hear what I'm reading? Can you tell that I'm making canny soup right now? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. I kind of, maybe it's like upbringing reasons why but i'm reading it and i'm like all of a sudden paranoid oh god does granny over there know what i'm reading right now but granny probably (laughs) reads the same thing that i do so it doesn't matter but i yeah i get a little paranoid that's okay it's nothing to be ashamed of (laughs) nobody even read minds as far as i know well exactly as far as we know (laughs) we'll keep it that way (laughs) surprise People can read minds. That would be something. Anyway, I did some research on on this whole like erotic novel thing. Uh, so there's an article out there and it's uh, who reads erotic novels and why. It's written by Maria Kraxenberger. Is that is that how you say it? I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Christine Knoop. Knoop. Winifred Manning. Anyway, for humanities of social science, you can look it up if you want. I'll put the link in the description of this if you want to read it. They did this study online. They posed two questions. One is who reads erotic novels? And two is why? Like what are the what are the reasons why people read choose to read erotic novels? Why are they so popular? Um, And it was found that they're mostly women, married, highly educated. That's all me. I check all the boxes. (laughs) I have a degree and I'm going for a bachelor's degree. Maybe that's why I read them. I don't know. I think for me, 
it's it's maybe more of like the social aspect of just I mean I'm a married mom and I mean my sex life is good I love my husband I love his penis I'm very happy about my life but at the same time it's fun to kind of like dive into a different world and a different fantasy and just kind of like put yourself in a different situation where you're like okay well maybe somebody's chasing me through the woods and I think that's hot as fuck but at the same time I don't really want to do that because I'm not a runner in real life at all but it's fun to kind of like imagine and maybe picture not in like a a cheating aspect or anything like that but just kind of picturing yourself as a different woman or even just a different individual in general and just I don't know enjoying your time more erotically like more I'm more of a dark fantasy person myself so I really well it, it, it is it. really so you're kind of just like putting yourself into that position and being like oh fuck yeah that's hot I like it I want to do that I mean, 99% of the time, I don't want to do that in real life. But that 1%, I'm like, mm, yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. So then, you know, I'm going to get my husband yeah. and I'm like, hey, honey, <laughs> there's something that well, I want to try. Well, I mean, uh, what's that one book you really like? It's um, that God of Malice. You made me read it. It is quite oh, right off the hop. But, but, but you imagine, like you're saying, I want you kind of want some of these things to happen and well, you wouldn't want some strange man while you're thinking of jumping off a cliff to come be like, open my pants and suck No, I would absolutely but... shit myself if somebody showed up and I was on the edge of a no, cliff you... all suicidal. I would shit my pants. I wouldn't get down and suck a dick. But at the same time, when I'm reading about it, I'm like, this is like, fucked yeah. up, but I like it. I like, I like it. <laughs> get on your knees, it's Glendon. Just you know <laughs> yeah it's it's wild and but that's why you know you look at the porn industry and it's such it's like a billion dollar industry and people eat it up well, there's so many documentaries out there that I've watched about the porn industry and how big it is and 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 it's wild and this is part of it right so that's yeah essentially yeah it's porn for women and men, some men. I see a lot of book talkers out there that uh, that are male, and they read it and they love it. So men should read it, more. get some yeah. ideas. I wish exactly for that reason. I wish more men would read it. I think not with all the nitty gritty stuff, but like I don't want my husband to growl at me. I'm not into that. And when your jaw has like that little muscle twitch in it. I think I'd just focus on that and I'd completely forget about anything sexual. And I'd be like, hey, babe, your face just twitched, you know? But I think if more men maybe kind of dove into more of smut books itself, and I think they had a better understanding, mainly of just female anatomy and just kind of what we're into. And I think a lot of it is because almost every single book, it's not just about jumping right into the sex. There's so much build up and foreplay Mm. and I think as women most of us not all of us but most of us need that build up we need the foreplay before we can actually enjoy ourselves and without it it's it's kind of a mundane experience so like for me when I read smut I like that build up I like getting the foreplay aspect out of things because Mm -hmm. that's something that I would like to replicate into my personal sex life I like all that stuff yeah which you I don't know I don't get it on a very very regular basis it's it's more like get in get out (laughs) see and mine mine used to be more get in get out but 
I have, I'm not going to say I taught my husband because it's more of a learning experience with the both of us, but I like action before penetration. Mm. I like the kissing. I like the fooling around and the playing more than anything before there's actual penetration. Because let's be real. I'm not going to sit here and say that I have sex for three hours in one go. That's not how that no. works. It's more like 10 or 15 minutes of foreplay for like five minutes of fucking. And I'm fine with that because we can always do it again later. And that's mm-hmm. more realistic for me. But definitely that build up beforehand. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it's kind of just like a high dry territory. And I'm like, yeah, you're not yeah. doing it for me. Uh in retrospect, I guess the, the so the Fifty Shades of Grey books, they probably are the most well known and what maybe started this craze. Like before them, you kind of, uh, for me anyway, you kind of heard about Harlequin. The Fifty ones Shades that you would find in the thrift store that were super used and they had like yeah. the really lovey-dovey yeah. couple on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a nurse and I have a lot of older lady patients, but I see a lot of them coming into hospital and they're reading those books and i'm like good for you good for you you know but and then they they don't care they don't care they have put that book on their side table and yeah i'm reading that yeah go for it go for it gertie been there done that (laughs) yeah why not Uh, yeah so i guess in the 50s age of great retrospect she sold 150 million copies of the series and it actually beat the harry potter books which is wild to me because i'm a huge harry potter fan do i own 50 shades no i don't there's reasons for that but (laughs) (laughs) there's reasons because i didn't like the writing and you want to read the books but uh, yeah i know but now you've thrown me off because you've you've (laughs) talked shit about the writing before to me and i'm i need good writing i can't go into it i mean if there's a lot of sex in the book that's that's awesome that's what i'm out for but if it's a piss poor presentation of it i'm out try and read it and tell me what you think i would like to know tell everybody what you think because that's that's what yeah, we're I'll all about there. Uh, so i guess in the study they basically found like they did 550 people um out of the 550 there were 456 people that read erotic novels all those people that read the novels were female you know what's surprising to me is that 13% are homemakers because yeah like I I was surprised by that that is really surprising to me because I understand like when you're working full-time and even if you're working part-time like you kind of want to have a break but and when you're home all the time and I mean I it's not like I'm just sitting on my ass 24 7 like I'm tending to my son all the time but I also have so much extra time and I really enjoy reading. And even if you don't, if you don't really enjoy it, you should still kind of pick up a book every now and then. But to see 13%, what the hell else are you doing? Like, are you yeah. just cleaning and cooking? And like, what about what you want? Like, yeah. where's your fun stuff? Like, I'm yeah, not going to sure. say that reading's the only fun stuff that you can come up with. I mean, obviously, there's people that like to watch TV shows. They like to crochet or paint mm-hmm. or draw. Mm-hmm. You know, there's lots of stuff like that. I'm just really shocked by that low number. So was I, yeah, it goes full-time, part-time, and then homemakers. And I for sure thought, if not number one. I thought that was going to be higher. Yeah, if not number one, I thought it would be number two. Yeah. Like, so I thought I that homemakers try. would be where the 41% is for a full-time yeah, um, yeah. individual. Especially, and I mean, yeah, like you say, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you have 
I guess you could say you do have a full-time job and you could land in that. Uh, I mean, I guess. But you know what else is surprising there is that maybe it's just because of the content I read. And maybe this is because a lot of people don't know what's out there because I surely didn't. I didn't understand what I was reading. I would just dive into something and see where it took me. I wasn't that type of person that had a bunch of authors that I was like interested in. And I didn't have a bunch of books that I was like, oh, I can't wait for this one to come out because I, it looks so good. Or, you know, the follow up, like I was I'm mm-hmm. relatively new to getting into the reading scene. But the fact that most of the readers are heterosexual, when a lot of the mm-hmm. content with smut has a lot of bisexual and homosexual yeah. content with a lot of like mm-hmm. YA, like why choose? I... <sighs> Mm-hmm. that yep. surprises me a lot of my favorite okay. books are why choose and that's yeah. a lot of homosexual bisexual play yeah, really crazy. you know what book that i just finished and i'll probably pop it on our blog here soon but i actually really liked it i don't know if this is one that you would like because like I said I'm I'm a big dark romance reader and this had some some pretty graphic scenes in it necrophilia and you know dark shit like that but it was called Summon Us by MT Adams a small town second chance dark romance novel so basically it's about this girl her name is Daisy and it kind of starts out when they're they're kids and she has four friends they're all little boys so there's Kingston, Hyatt, Owen and Drake And they're just really good buddies. It kind of shows that they all sort of have like a little bit of a crush on her. Basically what the novel's about is it follows a cult. So she ends up getting sacrificed. This is a bit of a spoiler. So if you haven't read it, (laughs) tune out. (laughs) This, it, it follows a cult. And on her birthday, she's out for milkshakes and burgers with all of her friends after riding her bicycle and she's mentioning that her parents are they have a surprise for her that night so she has to leave the diner that they're at and she's excited to go home for her birthday surprise and one of the boys Kingston he kind of overhears his dad saying something about Daisy and about how they're gonna sacrifice her and he doesn't really understand what it's about because like why the fuck would you understand that when you're a little kid you'd be like what do you mean so the boys all follow the dad's instructions out that um, Kingston overheard him talking to his buddies about. And it's the middle of the night and they stumble upon all of these cult members in red cloaks and Daisy's kind of naked on a rock and she's got some blood painted on her chest and she's about to be sacrificed. And they're like, I don't think so. We're going to save Daisy. We love her. Like, there's no way you're not sacrificing anybody. And um, long story short, they try to save her she doesn't end up getting away. She ends up falling off of a cliff and they presume because it was a hundred foot drop into a river that she's died. Jeez. So mm-hmm. 10 years later, sorry, five years later, they all get a note from her basically saying like, I'm alive. I'm here. Another five years go by. They all get another note with a bunch of stuff in a bag. And she's basically like, I want revenge. Like these people took everything from me. I'm going to kill them all. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I like that trope. Kill them all, go for it. So her and her friends, who are all grown up, I mean, it's a very spicy book. 
and they're they're still all madly in love with her like nobody got over it at all and the town basically tried to erase her from from existence because they couldn't sacrifice her to their god so she doesn't exist in record anywhere like there's people high up and they've like taken away her birth record they've taken away any pictures of her like she didn't go to school the diner lady she's like i don't know who that is so it's it's really fucked up but they end up basically Hmm. going house to house with all of the main cult leaders and killing them but there's so much sex Mm. in it and it was just not even about the sex it was just it was such a good book and it really drew me in and I really liked the whole like there's mental health in there and I really liked how they displayed it I really liked how they displayed you know just the anxiety aspect from some of them and how one of them just really wasn't comfortable with the killing but he wanted to do anything he could for the girl like it wasn't just everybody dive in kind of thing it was more deep like there was so much more to it but mm. it was a really great why choose novel for a dark romance, in my opinion. Mm. But like I said, there's a lot of trigger warnings in there, especially with like pedophilia mm-hmm. and knife play and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, if that's not your thing, definitely don't read that because that might fuck you up a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. I would- yeah. What is what is why choose? What are you talking about? Why choose? You don't know why choose? Is it bad that I don't know that? No, no. Why is choose it- is basically... <laughs> It's like when you have a bunch of partners and why just choose one? That's what why choose. Oh, so fuck everybody. That. Have a good time with everybody. Basically, we're all in this Think big polyamorous relationship. There. You know, uh, I I was going for the letter Y and I'm like, why choose? And I was like, what, what are you talking like, about? I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't know. You're like, I'm know. just going to let you ramble on I about don't. this book, but yeah. I have no fucking idea what you're saying. This no, basically, whole time you're rambling small. about the book, I'm like, yeah. why, why, no. why? Yeah. <laughs> why choose okay. anybody? Well, let's just have sex with everyone. And again, uh, back to my that. point about going into a fantasy world. I mean, hell yeah. Why choose anybody if you can have everyone? Right? Yeah. So. Exactly. All right. I got it. (laughs) I guess we kind of looked into Reddit a little on this whole topic of now that we're talking about group sex and reading about that. Would you read that in public? I mean, you clearly don't care. I don't care. There is a post on Reddit. And the question was, Mm -hmm. do you read smut in public? And some of the responses were hilarious. Like, Nick in Nova Scotia said, if people are reading over your shoulder, they deserve what they get. And um, Mm -hmm. another one says, yes, including at work. Honestly, my poker face is amazing. Um, (laughs) Mine is not. (laughs) Yeah. Mine Uh, isn't either because I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Another reader said, I read smut in front of my parents, which is... (laughs) Damn. She says, in the yeah. middle of a big family gathering, straighter face than ever, mm-hmm. I could have won a poker championship. I mean, good on you because if my mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mom and stepdad, step, or stepdad and brother were in the same room as me, I, I don't know if I could do it then. <laughs> I okay, think that's I, yeah. That's I think that's my yeah. my red flag there. I don't I don't think I could. Whereas that. your mom, 
like, what you reading? And oh, yeah, my mom like, would be like, ooh, kinky. But, you know, like my stepdad I'll and my brother would kind of look at me yeah. funny, and I'd look at them funny, and I'd be like, yeah, this is gross, guys. Yeah, like, don't. let's not do this. Let's go get some food and <laughs> not talk about this. The other one um, that I've got here from the review, so, um, I remember seeing someone in the tram, full tram and all, um, basically bestiality porn fic involving werewolves. Looked like a totally normal businessman, shirt tie jacket and briefcase i'll never forget it i mean can Mm. you imagine i mean just Mm. looking at somebody and then if you recognize their book (laughs) and just like and you're like two and two together uh, on that one like you do not (laughs) make a part buddy (laughs) yeah well that's the thing what do people that read that look like you and i i guess always the normal looking ones so basically everybody was just saying no fucks given on that one and pretty much I'm a I salute to you. Yeah. yeah. I have read The Serpent and one by Chris Broadbent. I read the that Serpent one. Serpent and the Wings of the Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've read that one in front. Uh, you know, same thing happens. I get a little sweaty and a little perspiration and I'm like, God, they know what I'm reading, but in reality they have no idea. But it is always just random people and and I guess no fucks given is the way to go. I mean, power to you. I would like to be better at it. That is my goal of 2024 is to read with no fucks given rather than sitting at home in my pajamas reading it. But Well, and that's where I am too. That's the beauty of my Kindle though, because my mm-hmm. biggest fear and the reason I really wanted a Kindle was because of that one review from that guy about how you know that guy was just totally normal businessman and he was reading like a really erotic bestiality book and it's like what if that's me what if I'm just out there with my kid and he's just playing around and somebody recognizes my book and like Mm -hmm. I can feel when somebody's looking at me and I hate it I do not want Mm -hmm. attention on me at all especially in those situations like I don't care if if I'm reading something that's, you know, just like a, a normal smut book. But when I'm starting to get into like my my creepier dark romance, like the judge worthy books, that's where I have a bit of a problem. And I'm like, please love a God, please don't <laughs> yeah. recognize what I'm reading. Please don't see what's on this page because I enjoy <laughs> but it. But if they- you do recognize <laughs> it, they're probably the same person. <laughs> right? I know. But then you have like that awkward little look with them and you're like, yeah. hi. <laughs> Yeah, that that I'm the same way. I read through a Kindle or a Kobo, but yeah, if I had the paperback copy and there's like this full-on erotic picture on the front, like some of them are not discreet, you know, like the book covers and they're full six-pack or whatever. I don't know, like the businessman and and the the watch and the fancy suit, and you're like, I know what you're reading well, over exactly. there. And it's like, I know you can get some books where they have different covers, but not every book has a separate cover. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you do really want to read it, sometimes you just have to grin and bear it. But it's like, if I don't want to be at home, or if I'm out and about and I'm bored as fuck, I want to read my book, and I don't want to have to like hide it between my sweatshirt because that's boring and that hurts my neck but I'm I just Mm -hmm. I can't handle Mm -hmm. I cannot handle when somebody knows what I'm reading and then they look at me and I don't want the discussion in person I'm like just stay away from me (laughs) like 
So here's the one that gets me a lot is I have a Kindle. I bring it to work on night shifts and I read books, right? When you're quiet and people are sleeping and, and I have the, the case that you can close like a book so you can close it on top because you know, like Kindle, you can, it, it, the sleeping page, it keeps the book cover open, right? I am that kind of person where I'm like, I don't want anybody to know what I'm reading. So I have the bookcase kind of cover and it closes it on top of the Kindle or the Kobo and you, and it's just, it's just a case. You can't see what the sleeping page is. You can't tell what I'm reading. So I get asked a lot at work, what you reading? <laughs> How do you answer that? I, what do you I say? have a default answer. I always have a default answer. It's it's usually some kind of bullshit Colleen Hoover book or it's, you know, just one of those mm. normal, normal, normal books or it's like just yeah. this small oh, little a romance. Thriller novel. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Just, oh, nothing, nothing's fancy. You know, I'm just yeah, reading yeah. about a thriller. Some, somebody's What's it about? <laughs> dead. Yeah. Dead people. I, it's about dead people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it's awkward but, too because if you don't pick the right book, you actually have to explain yeah. it to some people and you're like, are you shitting my dick, man? Like, go away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm looking for another book, actually. Do you have any good recommendations? The library. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I get that a lot. I have a couple backup books where I keep them in my, like I've read in the past um, that are popular and they're good. And they have nothing to do with any sort of romancy smut stuff. Uh, when someone is like, what you're reading over there? I'm like, the silent patient. It, that's what I'm reading. It's a thriller book. And then I have read it before. And I know it's about. You can explain uh, it. Yeah. Things and, and I read it. and Oh, and then the next time. <laughs> the problem is I have to remember what I've told them. Because the next. Oh, what are you reading now? the silent patient i'm a really slow reader i read three paragraphs a day <laughs> yeah well you're reading a lot on night shifts you must go through books no no i don't <laughs> and other question would be instead of reading it i am just starting to dabble in audiobooks they were never my thing before but a lot of people prefer audiobooks do you have you ever listened to the smut part of an audiobook? I, I haven't. I've actually <laughs> never had an audiobook. I don't know how to say that. Like, I've n I guess I've never listened to one. I was going to say I've never read one, but that didn't mm -hmm. make sense. But I've never listened to one. And I want to because mm -hmm. it would make more sense to just plug in like one of my headphones and just get all my shit done around the house. Like that would probably be really beneficial for me. But I don't know yeah. if I'm ready for that. And a big thing about that with me is the voiceover, because if it's yeah. not the voice that I'm picturing in my skull, I won't like it. And I don't, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to ruin a good book with bad audio. Yeah. The problem that I find a lot, I, I go on walks and I plug my headphones in and I, I listen, but I was, I had fourth wing <laughs> and I had iron flame as an audio book no. and it was narrated by a woman, no. which is fine. I, I don't, <laughs> when you get to those parts, you're like, did she, I got to turn it off. Zayden though. Yes, no. she does. See, that's, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Like I would want, I would want like a man, man to narrate my Zayden my That's Zayden the thing, but right? I 
Yeah. I don't think I would enjoy that. I, I'll have to give it a go just yeah. to see if it, it's something that maybe I might enjoy. But I just, I have this nagging suspicion that it's not my thing. Yeah. It's, uh, I had to, I had to use audiobooks a lot for Iron Flame to get me through it. Like that um, first half of the book, pretty much. That was really fucking boring. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather just read those parts for myself. Mind, I don't know. Like, I've never listened to an audiobook with that smut in it and it have a male narrator is the only thing. Like, give me suggestions, please. I need to know because I need these audiobooks for my walk. If you know of any good audiobooks that is narrated properly, where it's not cringy, please let me know because I I, I need them. I need to know. I want to know that there's good ones out there. Yeah, I would like that I recommendation too. I because that is my thing. Like if it's if it's just one person narrating, and if it's just like a, a first person perspective, and it's you you only have the one person, right? That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But when you are jumping into other characters, I expect to hear a different voice for each character. That should be the bare minimum. You know, like yeah, that should be yeah. bare minimum. There are audiobooks out there where it's a production and they're all different um, narrators, but yeah, the one, the one I was reading. Right? I just, I don't know. I have this theory. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't just mm-hmm. do it to get it over with. Like, do it. Fully commit to it. Like, I I don't know. It's just a pet peeve of mine. I just don't. I yeah. think that's probably why I just yeah. haven't ever done it. Yeah, there's definitely a couple where... It's hard. It's easier to just get through an audiobook sometimes. Like I, that's what I hear. But, yeah, yeah. I, I like I say, just starting to dabble in it, and give me all the recommendations because I need them. <laughs> so curious, like how how do our mm-hmm. listeners enjoy reading the smut? Like, do you enjoy it when you're alone or in public, wherever, whenever? Are you an audiobook person? Um, if you are an audiobook person, are you more like Kate or are you more like me? Like, what is it? I'm I'm really curious. I think we both want to know. Mm-hmm. Also, like, what is the filthiest book that you've read with others around? That's something. Yeah. yeah right? Like, I just. <laughs> Tell me. Like, did you dive into My- something as dirty as Summon Us? Or, I mean, have you gone dirtier? Is there dirtier? I'm yeah. sure there is. Are you proud of it? Yeah. I mean, do you not give a fuck? I want to know. Book Talk Even does us dirty. stereotypical. Yeah, Book Talk does do us dirty sometimes. I trusted Book I Talk agree. for a long time. And every time I read one of their recommendations, like I was reading, I can't even remember what the book is. I'm not even going to like bless you guys with the title of it and look it up because it was that bad. And I don't even want to talk about it, but I will. But every time the sentence ended, there was a fucking explanation point. And it made me so mad because just the grammar of it. And I was just like, why is everything so exciting? Every time you read, it's just so exciting. And I'm like, you're ruining it for me. Mm. Like, I'm two pages in and you've ruined it for me. Like. Darn. Yeah, it is darn. (laughs) Yeah. There's. I've read a couple on Book Talk and I'm like, that was awful. (laughs) But then I've had a couple good ones. So who knows? Join our podcast because we love smut. We focus on other books, too. There will be many other topics other than this, but, you know, it's in the name. We try and... We're going to (laughs) try. Upload every Friday. uh, uh, Pending illnesses. 
Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I had a we, cold. Uh, yeah. That's all right. We we appreciate anyone and everyone. Anyway, send us comments. Don't forget the audio books. And don't forget to tell us your dirtiest book because we want it all. Give us ideas. Uh, share your favorite book boyfriend. If you have a good one. Yes. Yes. Share your... I want to know good book boyfriends because I've read quite yeah. a few and like most of them I really like, but some of them are just bleh, like you're boring. But yeah. I mean, I won't know if I can't broaden my horizon. Like there's got to yeah. be more book boyfriends out there than what I've experienced. This is totally unrelated. And I know we're trying to end this episode, but I have to tell you this and I'm going to tell the world because it was the most bizarre thing. I was on Facebook marketplace and I saw this lady and she was, selling a bunch of books, mm-hmm. a different fantasy romance books, which I'd never heard of before, but I was interested because they looked good on Goodreads. Uh, she was selling a couple of the Car- Car- Carval series books by Stephanie Garber. I think they're young- YA, but I'm not too sure. Anyway, she had like eight books, let's say. And I was like, oh, just take them all. I'll take them all. And she's like, okay, well, sure. You want them? And <laughs> I didn't end up buying them because she said, I have, I have a car. Uh, I'll just put them in my car. I live. I'm living out of my car currently. Fine, I don't care. Just, I'll just leave it open, and you can you can come grab them out of my car. What? And then leave the cash on the seat. And I'm like, what? So like in that's my a, mind, that's I'm a like, mildly uh, sketchy situation. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm like, is there somewhere I can? meet you maybe i don't know that's kind of like drive your car me. to me and uh yeah. drop them off can you hand me books like are you gonna be sleeping do i need to be quiet i don't know it was weird so i'm like i changed my mind <laughs> even though i kind of wanted them i'm just like oh no bias or nothing but just kind of odd. oh i totally Why be biased just... i'd be like that's fucking weird like <laughs> That is not my thing. I am not going in your car. (laughs) Yeah, very weird. Anyway, I didn't end up buying them. I was a little sad. So now I'm going to have to buy them somewhere else. But because I really want to read Icebreaker. Too bad. Oh, well. Anyway, like I said, book boyfriends, don't forget. We all want to know. Yes, we do. Um, On another note, though, uh, join us where you use your social media. Um, you just have to search at the Book Smuts and you'll find us there. Um, we also have a blog. It's www.thebooksmuts.com. And that's where we're going to try to keep you updated on our current reads and book reviews. Um, again, we are just getting started, but we will be keeping that updated as we go. Um, and I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a little comment section there as well for reviews and for, you know, feedback more than anything. Um, make it positive because we're sensitive, but... <laughs> No, we we're can, in therapy. We, I'm in yeah. therapy. <laughs> I'm just really <laughs> sensitive myself. But no, uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. Like, like Kate said, like we're gonna be trying to post every, you know, discussing more on what we are reading, what we're thinking, that sort of fun stuff. So thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate all of our, our listeners and and the readers. Noted. I'm not gonna say that again, but keep reading. And keep giving us your suggestions because we want them. Okay, bye.